0: Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. <laughs> Nika'aq'de masnu, dukhe dil ka marham. Nika'aq'de dukhe dil ka marham. Yeh farma gay hai rasul-e mukarram. farma gay hai rasul-e یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا خزینہ یہ محبت کی آمد صبا آمد کا ترنم nikah <laughs> qad dukhe dil ka marham ye farma assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh respected listeners of markaz sahaba the voice of ahlu sunnah wal jamaah we welcome you to our spiritual to our bliss of marriage in fact and the date today is the 16th of shaban 1445 the 16th of Sha'ban 1445 corresponding to their Gregorian calendar the 27th of February 2024 the dua that we should be making for Sha'ban Allahumma barik lana fi Sha'ban wa Ramadan O oh Allah bless us in this month of, Ramad- of Sha'ban and allow us, enable us, to reach the month of Ramadan. So these are the du'as that we should be making. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept us and put us onto the straight path, the path of Sirat al You can send in your questions, your queries to the number 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. Foreign country, you put in the code PLUS2784786. 3132 let's welcome our honorable mufti abdul qadir Hussein Sab. taumat barakatuhu and mufti sahab will be answering your questions as soon as we reach it as soon as it reaches us assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Mufti Sab.
1: wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu barakallahu feekum maun aziz khan jazakallahu khairan
0: First question we have here is I received information that some halal approved butcheries are selling chicken that are slightly stunned. Is this halal and are Muslims being deceptive in doing so in selling to our Muslims?
1: Nahmaduhu wa ala Amma All praise due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, nourisher and cherish of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our the beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 16th of Sha'ban, Mubarak 1445. So we have exactly now two weeks. Definitely in two weeks time it will be Ramadan Mubarak insha'Allah al-Aziz in most parts of the world, or all parts of the world, so we should try and prepare from now. This is a lengthy topic, so let me just summarize it. Almighty Allah addresses never mind Muslims, Allah Ta'ala addresses humankind and all people. Surah 2, Surah Baqarah Chapter 2, Verse Number 168 Ya yeah, Yuvannas, O Humankind, O People! consume so whether it's your solids or whether it's your liquids mimma fil ardi what comes out from the land and the sand halalan what is lawful and tayyibah what is pure and wholesome there must not be an iota of contamination. There must not be an iota of doubt. And once that comes in, Wala tattabi'u خُتْوَاتِ shaitan. So do not follow and emulate and follow in the footsteps of the Satan, Shaitan. Shaitan you get in human form and in jinn form. شَيَاتْنَ jinni وَالْجِنِّ he in the beginning of the eight Jews the eight Supara. The Ayat I'm reading now is chapter two, verse number one sixty eight Innahu Mubin, he is indeed your open enemy. So that is Satan Shaitan. So let us go there to the second reference where I told you that the Shaitan, Satan, remember, he is such that he you get Satan, Shaitan in human form and in jinn form. And what they do, remember, they play with people and so forth. So go see that Surah Unarmed, chapter number 6 and verse number 112. So there you will find it Shayatin al Jinni Heba al, and they will go and use wonderful oratory skills and so forth to deceive the people. So all this is in the Quran, chapter six verse hundred and twelve. Number two is take I gave you two verses, now we give you two Ahadis. Mustafa Rasulullah taught us the sababul Wurud. When an ayat gets revealed and an incident took place before that, you call it sababun nuzul. Sabab reason calls nuzul for the revelation of the verse. An incident takes place and thereafter Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah ﷺ utters some nasiha, advice, a verdict or judgment, so remember that you call sababul wurood the reason for the Mubarak advices and pronouncements and so forth and so on. So yes, Sayyidina Hassan radiyallahu and the Nawasa, the grandson, the Fatima, Sayyidina Ali radiyallahu and huma, their son. He saw that he started picking it up and wanted to insert in his mouth. Mustafa Rahmatul Alameen saw that and said, Da'a ma yuribuka ila ma la yuribuk. Leave that which places you into doubt and offer that in which is absolutely no doubt. So again, halal and one day, the Hadith in Tirmidhi, the one I quoted, cited now. Second one, remember, is a Sahabi, Wabisa, Wabisa bin Ma'bad, radhiyallahu anh. He comes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and asks, Mal birru and mal ismu, ya What is piety, good action, good deed, and what is a sin? So very, very good question. So Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu explains to him, Taqwa Allah, we must have the taqwa, the fear of Almighty Allah, Jalla wala based on the love and respect for Almighty Allah at all times, all places, all circumstances. And wa husnul and have good character, we become an asset to society, don't become tenus the menace, and cause harm to society, and so forth and so on. So that is, what is goodness? So meaning, if you look at that, Pray PRAY to Almighty Allah Jallawallah and do not pray PREY on the creation of Almighty Allah. So meaning that does not mean we must stop doing Amar bin Maruf Nanil Munkar, it means we must do more of that. So we must not pray on people for our personal ego, personal agenda. But what is right is right, what is wrong is wrong. Ka'inan man kan whoever it is. And that is now the good part. And so we must fulfil Hukukullah, Allah, hukukul ibad, hukukul insan, hukukul Hayawan. Everybody comes in them. An the entire creation fulfil rights of Creator and creation. Second one, mal bir mal ismu ya rasulullah What is the definition of vices and sin? See rahmatul Alamin, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ma kafi fi sadrik and that which agitates your mind works on your conscience in urdu when you understand good urdu and speak good urdu my conscience my inner recesses of my heart does not accept it and you just the people to come to know about it and so forth then if you look at the other ahadith just like that so nabi said وَإِنَّ أَفْتَاءَ الْمُفْتُونَ وَإِنَّ أَفْتَاءَ النَّاسِ even if some muftis gave permission, some people gave permission, you must go and ask istafti nafsak, istafti qalbak. وَإِنَّ أَفْتَاءَ الْمُفْتُونَ وَإِنَّ أَفْتَاءَ النَّاسِ you must ask your inner conscience, and that will give you the answer. Such people must ask the inner conscience who are really concerned about the year after. Hmm. So, all this you will find in musnad Ahmad. ahmed Go study Wabisa and go study that, you will find this. I gave you all the key words already. Now look at Quran Sharif, look at Sunnah Mubarakah, now we come to Al-Fiqhul Waqiyah, we come to what is happening and unfolding nowadays. So what is happening? The whole world today, 99%, 95%, 90% and more of the world today is run by three forces. So the first force is capitalism. So what is capitalism? Capitalism is that you must make maximum amount of profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, in minimum time. So that is there. What are the bases of capitalism? In Arabic you call sarmayadari in Urdu. So I gave you in three, four languages there. Capitalism, English, demand and supply, supply and demand. The lifeline of it is interest, is riba. All those you must be condemned in Islam. Riba, interest, condemned in Islam, Surah 2, verses 275 to 279. What is the result and consequence of capitalism? The rich get richer and the poor get poorer therefore in all countries you will find people are revolting against the system that how come we are working so much and we don't hardly get anything we just get the crumbs and you the elite the people in the highest strata of society you sit on your laurels six months on holiday other time you'll work two three four hours and your wages is one million half a million and end of the year you're getting millions and so forth and we don't see that amount in our one year or maybe in our lifetime and so forth. So all this are a clear-cut against Islamic teaching. So that is capitalism. So remember, so there's no place for capitalism in Islam. Second one is secularism. So what is secularism? So secularism is that people don't even understand what is secularism. Secularism is a war and assault against is a war and assault against Almania in Arabic you call it. So does Almania secularism is a war against all religions and more so against Islam because all the other religions are corrupted already. Hinduism is hijacked by the Hindufta BJP and Modi and RSS. Today Azam is already remember hijacked by who the Zionists and so forth. Christianity already is hijacked by the Pauline theory. There was a Jutla Harami, his name was Saul, so you must remember S-O-U-L. So Saul saw a dream and then he said that, I see Trinity, I see this, I see that, and he came and corrupted the very basics and fundamentals of Christianity. Hmm. So that's why they got Paul and so forth. So the Pauline theory, so that is how they already corrupted. So only Islam is standing the test of time. And that's why the attack is mostly against Islam. So that is there. So one is capitalism. One is secularism. And the war, they'll tell you religion is a private matter. You must practice in your house. Don't come and tell us about religion. So what happens is we say religion must permeate the society in every walk of life. We eat, we drink, we sleep, we drive, we go to job. What does Islam say? What does this say? It's happy occasion, nikah, marriage. What does Islam say? It's sad occasion, somebody passed away, demise took place. What does Islam say? So that is our Islam. It's not a deen only. It is Deen and Nizamu Hayat. A whole code of life, you must remember that. When I say it's not a religion only, meaning how the Western people understand it. That Saturday, Sunday it comes alive, and then the remainder of the day you free and so. So this whole system capitalism is rejected in Islam. And uh, your secularism rejected in Islam, and third one democracy what is democracy? Democracy is you must put the end in between is democracy. T-E-M-O-N, so it is making the, they know, the masses are asses, you understand? See in South Africa now, 29th of May, you must remember his elections. The politicians are all busy, buzzy now, you must remember that. For what? You think they're going to serve you? There's not one person going to serve you, remember. All are out to serve their own agenda, to serve their party, to serve their themselves, to serve their family and so forth. Quran said bil ghaib, and they said bil Jayb, that how we can fill our pockets and so forth and so on. So therefore all three systems absolutely totally rejected. You can never have Islam and capitalism, you can never have Islam and secularism, you can never have Islam and democracy. These are all opposites, remember that. So once you understood that, now you come to your question. So what happens? Your South African government, all the 90%, 80% of the governments, they have said that it is compulsory, you have to stun the animals. So why? They want to make maximum amount of profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, in minimum time. Like how I spoke last night about the women today, leave non-Muslim women, Muslim women, 80%, 90%, the Molana's wife, all all mean majority, they also go, must have C-section. So where's our, har, where's our Haya, where's our Sharam, where's our ghairat, where's all that? Why we don't go back to my, my mother gave birth, my sisters gave birth? They don't go, they they give birth at home. So you must remember these type of things. Yeah? So why we don't do that? I was a witness in our house, there the old house, you must remember in the location. The white lady, I can't remember, just say Mrs. Smith or Vanda, Mrs. Pitskito, Mrs. Merva, whatever. She came and she did the whole thing and uh, the baby is normal. He's married to the grandfather today and so forth and so on. So what I'm saying is that we are so much bombarded, remember, by the Western media and Western system, it just followed the Pied Piper. So now they said, no, you must do stunning. If you study the Jews, you know, when I was in Newcastle, our principal, Maha Qasim Sema Mullah, used to send me, go this Abateau, go this Abateau, Newcastle, and there and there, and a lot of places, you see. So I used to go because we were in charge of the Northern Natal yet, you know. Mahal Qasim, Sema, Mohan, Ismail, Abdul Razak, they all passed away. Allah gives the Natal myself, all of them. So then we, I used to go. Because I was a young person, they said, no, you must go here. Now they're old, oh, what must I tell them? So, then I give a report back. So one day I met a rabbi there at one of the abattoirs. So I said, wait, this is a good opportunity. So I said there, rabbi. So and so I forget his name now. So I asked him that now, must be 30 years ago, plus minus. That, uh, tell me, man, do you only have stunning? He said, we'll never allow stunning. That's why for us the kosher animal will only be kosher, not when a Jew comes there, nay, and slaughters. The rabbi himself must be there and he must oversee the whole thing or he has to slaughter himself and so forth. And stunning is out of the question. So imagine for them, they to exempt it. Whether they're exempting it now or not, I'm not sure. But what I'm saying, that time there, they should not stun it, you see. So imagine if the Jew can do that, so where's our Iman and Ghirat and so forth. You understood? But the businessmen, they love it themselves. Why? You make maximum amount of money in minimum time. So, that is, so stunning is absolutely haram. You must remember that. Is not Mahad Dawood now the two three weeks ago he that a uh, clip of his came. So Mahad Dawood said he went he didn't say which abattoir. He say he went to that person, uh, said abattoir, and he told him okay, that you must slaughter twenty chickens and then leave them one side. And they are stunned, isn't it so? So meaning, I don't know if you saw how it is, they get shocked and so forth in the big abattoes. You know, they go like this, and there's like a fishing line, just to make you understand. And then they go, they ting, 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 they get shocked like that. So you put it one side, you see. Then he said from the two, they never recovered, they died. Isn't he said like that? Yeah. So there's, when I went there, there's Hammersdale one and that. So I asked that guy, or the white guy, or the manager, I said, while this thing is coming, definitely some chicken die. He said, you call it pink chicken. I asked him what you do with it. He said that they use it as feed for the other chicken. <laughs> They're giving them meta carrier and this type of things yeah. So one haram upon the other, haram upon the other haram. You see that? So anyway, the point I'm making, so there's no alim in the world who will give you a written fatwa and tell you that stunning is totally permissible and it is something margoob and mustahsan and desirable and liked in Islam. Everybody will tell you it is ta'zeeb It is one form of torture. It is haram or makroo or words like that they will use. We say 100% is haram and not permissible. So sometimes the animal dies. Sometimes they just overlook and all that. They'll put halal logos and so forth. So now we say that this type of chicken and all that we should abstain from. Da'ama yuribu ka ila ma'ala yuribu. Istafti nafsak. What are all this? These are divine texts, prophetic texts. It's not my words. These are all wahi and revelation. So what must we do? Slaughter on our own. I remember verbally, I was four, five, six, seven years old. My beloved mother used to come there. And Bismillah. she used to give water to the chicken. I remember vividly. my father used to stand, I used to stand, but we shouldn't slaughter. My mother used to slaughter and first give water to them. That's what Islam teaches. Mm. And not one chicken in front of the other. You bring one, one, you see, like that. Imagine those years, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, they had that much sense. And today we're supposed to be, but we always are allowing all these things. Yeah? Why? Because our cut is there, our commission is there. I mean, that's the bottom line. Let's be honest about this type of things. So therefore, we rule is not permissible. You see that? So now we have to give you a solution. So what is the solution? So the solution, you buy and you slaughter on your own. So why you can't slaughter on your own? Give me one reason. You understand? Nobody can prevent you from that. Second one, you can pose the question to me, okay, you don't slaughter, but what you do? So I buy from halal and tayiba. And I recommended him to hundreds of people. So, yeah, Mohana Harun Ibrahim, mashallah. So, he's got his shop, he does it, and all that. And, mashallah, we got no problem at all. Everything is done properly. So, what we want Islamically, Qurbani time, you came with me, Mohana, we went here to Dadir. We saw with our own eyes no stunning, no nothing is done there. And how they slaughtered it, perfect, you see. Isn't it one Asia? So, we saw. So, it's not something we're speaking, you know, pie in the sky. It's something we witness ourselves and so forth. So, you know, the Quran is teaching you the Surah 65, verses 2 and 3. If you really got taqwa and concern for your deen, then Allah will make a way out for you. You see, and then Allah will, now people are worried, but now we won't be able to sell so many. Allah says, you practice on my deen, Allah will give you such risk, what you never ever anticipated, expected. Now one story, quickly story, then we carry on. So I went to America twice, and I went to Canada twice. So I was there. So these children, because wherever I go, I have q you know. The Sunday, I think I told you, I don't know, I speak to so many people. So they came to fetch me quarter to five in the morning. So we reached there, quarter past five, Muaz bin Jabal Crosby, And then we read namaz, everything. Then we went to Dr. Ismail Mangera's house. So he told me that, no, you know, there's, this they have coffee and they have all that. I was fasting on that Sunday last week. So I said, no, that uh, I won't have anything. Like in Nisaim, I'm fasting. So then 6 o'clock, they wanted to start. I said, no, put Kirat first, so one youngster. Then 6 o'clock we started. They wanted to know my career and which Akabir and elders I met and so forth. So I spoke, spoke, spoke. It went till 8 o'clock, two hours. Then I said, okay, now I'm here. Anybody got questions? So it went till 9 o'clock almost, you see. So it was the longest majlis ever they had, you see. <laughs> and they, but just they were Because in between I tell them nice, nice stories, and it's like the story I'm to tell you now. So they enjoyed it, yes, then they thanked me and all that. Dr. Sub sent me a message also. Cut long story short. So now I tell the youngsters there in the masjid because every day I got programmed there uh, after every salat beside Maghrib is Ramadan. So they're in Toronto, you see. So I tell them Scarborough. Scarborough is the masjid, big masjid. So, mashallah, so I tell them, ask any question. So the youngster is very happy, you know, This you can ask anything. I tell him not censored, ask whatever you want. He said, can it ever happen that the breast of the chicken is halal, but the leg is haram? Or the leg is halal and the chicken is, uh, the top of the breast is haram? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One side is halal. I say, who's telling you all this? It's impossible. He said, no, there's a Qarisab here, Ustad here, his name is Popeye. So they, they call him Kari Popeye, I <laughs> so, who's this Kari Popeye? So I make investigation, but I say, what this guy studied with us in Karachi, you see. Mm. So I say, what you mean? Then I said, no, let me go ask him personally. He said, I had 20, 22, 23 branches of the Popeye, Popeye the chicken, you understand? Like how you got here, all this franchise. So they used to allow us hand slaughter, all this and all that. Then they said, no, everything must be automated, machine slaughter, this, this and all that. So now I had to save some of my business. I sold 18, 20, so I left for two, three. So we say the top portion is halal and the bottom portion is haram. Or the bottom portion is halal and the top. I said, now who's, who's fooling who in the zoo? You tell me now. That's my personal experience. you understand? So, and you go to Dubai, you go and fly on Emirates. Go and see our people can't read Arabic and so forth. Go and read in the Arabic section there. That has to show so many people. They say all the food served there is all halal. Why? It's غير <laughs> الخنزير. So, what definition you made of halal? That anything that is not swine, that is not pork, is halal. That's what people will understand. That's what I will understand also. You go to their lounges wherever in the world, and where they serve the food, they'll tell you all the food is halal and the amount of alcohol. I don't think in any one of these uh, airlines you will find so much alcohol like there. No, 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 no. So, so how you telling us halal, but the alcohol is there? Everything. No, 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 no. But they get away with the technicality, they'll tell you, no, we're saying all the food is halal. <laughs> you see, that's the games they play. You must remember these type of things there. Yeah. So therefore, we say all this is haram and not permissible that's our fatwa, finishing So I have to give you such a long story just to make you understand. And if any person tells you they are butchered, this, that, they don't understand and all that, then maybe, I'm saying maybe, that will be 5%, a uh, maximum 10 90% they do that, you must remember, because they'll tell you, no, the government imposed this upon us. Like that it is.
0: Muftisab, a listener says here that, yes, it's true, Muftisab, once I met an Egyptian in a store in Shoprite, and they, he was going to buy a product, and he just said um, there's no pork in it, so he thought it's halal, so I advised him thereafter. after.
1: Yes. leave him. I got all these fatwas. Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi's fatwa kitab I got. I got Sheikh Bin Baz fatwa kitab, all that. Sheikh Bin Baz says, Rahimahullah, he was blind, you know. So sometimes people used to take a lot of advantage because he was a very pious person and he was a very great alim. Make no mistake, you understand? I read his biography some as I even cried that what what sacrifices he made. But notwithstanding the fact, that what is the truth? Well, we have to follow the truth. So he writes, South Africa is a perfect example. He says that, see his style of Atawa. He says, if you are in South Africa, you are in America, and you go to the supermarkets, you know, ABC, XYZ, whatever, and you buy chicken, there's halal. So Wadalil he says, ladina Utul Kitaba So the, uh, the people of the book you must remember that they are slaughtering is halal for you and it halal. And he got them in Rhidi Shartin. Allah said it halal without condition. Now who can pass a, such a crazy fatwa like that? You uh, stood? But you see that they don't understand what is the real thing and why Allah made it halal and so forth. So they're absolutely haram. If you go today to Saudi, you will find meat coming in. And you know this beef. So not now. I was speaking of 10 years ago. This beef, man, that red one, what's the name, something. You understand? I saw myself that in the Dawood Mota bin Dawood shop from South Africa. You know that beef with the dread, this thing, turn like a covering label, so like that, from South Africa. So, since when all that became halal? And all these type of things? So, it's just a no-care, layo-bali attitude and so forth. So, you have to educate the people what is halal.
0: Mufti a person says, My husband has so much of goods to sell, but he's telling me that his friend's wife shares all the expenses in the home and that I should use my own money.
1: So you must ask him that was of you Mukallaf, are you obliged to follow? Your friend or his wife or what? Or must you follow what the Quran Karim states? Quran Karim states Surah Four, Verse Nineteen. Wa ashiru Allah Jalla wa states that the men, the husbands, must treat their wives. Remember with love, with justice, with respect. And that's not mustahab or desirable. Is wajib, first compulsory. One. To Quran Sadif states Liyunfik Zu Min Sa'ati. So you the husband you must spend according to your means. I make a person Muslim, for example, right? So he reads Ashadu Allah ilaha Illallah Wa Ashhadu Anna Muhammadan Abdu So he, he declared the faith everything, he declared the shahadatain he embraced Islam. So now we will say five times daily salat is compulsory. Ramadan Mubarak is coming, we will tell him to fast the whole month is compulsory. He or she is a wealthy person, we will tell them zakat is compulsory. He will see, but I didn't say all this. We say once you uttered the word Ashadullah Illa, Wa Ashadu Anna Muhammad Abdur Rasulu automatically is understood you have to accept this and if you don't accept it you out of the fall of Islam. So the same thing, you brother, when you got married to your wife, the maulana, the imam who performed your nikah, what he told you, say nakah to her, I have married her. And thereafter, what you said, waqabil to her, I accepted her. So you accepted that you will be the breadwinner you accepted that you will pay for all the expenses whether it is roti kapra makan, the house, the rental the medication, the food, the education, clothing, everything is on you, for you to say that your wife must pay absolutely haram, the Quran Sharif says surah 65 surah talaq, verse number 7, li every husband must spend according to his means but you can never ever impose upon your wife that she must spend on you she must spend on the children she must spend on the house all this is the kuffar system the non-Muslim system remember that so there this morning we had a person asking this morning's program he sent his wife to work and so forth so the boss see, that exploited the situation he got the whole of this guy's wife and gave her an nice kiss and so forth <laughs> you see so I said leave the boss out who is to blame initially mm. why did you send your wife out there to go and work so I said you don't you forgot what Clinton was doing to Monica she was sitting on his lap she was sitting on the table and all the gymnastics was going on so what you think these guys will play with your wives or your daughters and so forth they vultures out there so therefore Islam said from that time already Quran Sharif Allah's direct kalam teaches us wala do not even go near fornication so we leave our daughter our life, uh, uh, our wife Allah forbid alone with a strange man so what nabi Alayhi salam said la rajulun bi mar'atin illa shaitan. go open Mishka, sharif you have a strange man you have a strange woman the third party day is shaitan and he will promise her, I'll give you promotion, I'll give you perks and all that. But, you know, you'll have to do certain things. So how many times people, the bosses, they want sexual favors, and then the lady will get something in return? So, but who is the real problem? The real problem is the husband, because you encourage your wife to go there, you see? Mm-hmm. So that is where we are today. So that's why we must remember majority of Muslims, 60, 70, 80 percent, you can say, They are Muslim, but the thought process and the thinking is just like the non-Muslim. Remember that. That the thought process, al ghazwul fikri what you call in Arabic, remember that. That intellectual invasion. So in their mind and heart, it is embedded and written and entrenched. West is the best and white is right. Because day and night they're watching the TV. Day and night they busy with their phones, so tick-tock and tock-tick and so. So what happened? You must get influenced by it, remember that. So that is what happens, that you start thinking, yes, that is the right way. They will tell you, it's good for the wife to have an affair. It's good for the husband to have an affair. So your own marriage will become much more exciting. Mm. every vice is glorified fornication glorified adultery glorified become a gay you know gay business Adam and Eve Adam and Steve all glorified and then you come and ask me this TV and films and all that are permissible, Allah then one percent you'll have one crooked molvi giving one lecture there he's dark in complexion but when he goes on TV he becomes white in complexion now how's that you tell me First of all, man, the Molvi putting so much makeup, the Molvi's beard is trim-trim so much, you must remember to read Salat behind him on dead grounds alone is not permissible. Then one day I went to person's house and the TV was on, so we're not blind also. So my eyes just fell on that. You can see that Molvi is sitting like this, you understand, in a style like. So he's got a radar watch or he's got, a, you understand, that... Uh, uh, Raymond Wheel or some, you know what I'm saying? So, some hell of an expense. And he's sitting like that, so all the viewers must know that this movie got a very smart watch, you know, and this type of thing. They sit in a style like. So, the actors, these people, remember that. Therefore, we say it's not permissible to read Salat behind these actors and scholars for dollars and so forth. So, what is the truth? We have to speak, remember that.
0: Inshallah, we'll go for the break. Listeners can send in their questions in the meantime. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Esteemed listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah, you can send in your questions 084-786-3132 Foreign Country plus 2784-786-3132 Move this up the next question. Can I make the Rawi right? Can I make the Rawi Tahajjud time? And not after Isha immediately? And after, not, and not after Isha? Billahir
1: Rahmanir Simple thing is, can this person make the Rawi Tahajjud time? So we should know that what time does tarawih start and what time does tarawih end. So that is the khulasa, right? So you mm. must remember that you first have to read your Isha. You can't read Taravi before Isha. So after that, you read two Sunnah and and then you got enough time. You can read before midnight, you can read after midnight. And where is written on your perpetual timetable, Seheri and Suhur ends, so that's the time, Taravi, time ends. So if you are the imam, so obviously it will be very difficult for you to do that. You will tell your musallis to come 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. So yes, if you are, for example, like me, so now I read, yeah, I read Isha in the masjid, I come at home, and then I read, it's just me and my wife and so forth. So now maybe one, two time I'm very tired, so then I wake up 11, 12, 1 o'clock and I read, so it's permissible that. But for the imam in a masjid, we will never advise that. We will tell him you must read straight after Isha because the people, you must take them into consideration. Habibuna Rasulullah, Sallallahu hadith Muatta, Malik, and so many places. Man amma min kumfal you salat Once you make imamat, you have to take the people into consideration. So you don't make so long salat, three paras, five paras, ten paras, in one, you know, 20 rakats and that. So, therefore, that is undesirable in Islam. Therefore, in Fatawa Alamgiri, Fatawa Hindiya, the Arab ulama call it, they say that if you read in the 20 rakats, you read 20 ruku. So, how many ruku in the Quran sections? So, how many verses? 6236. How many chapters? Surah 114. How many ruku? 540. So if you read every night twenty rakats, you're reading twenty ruku, then twenty seven night you will finish. So and twenty seven night is very good to finish because ninety percent is Laylatul Qadr also. So I'm telling this man this year inshallah I also will finish. Twenty Salah give us the barakah and the energy and spare us also. Normally, we finish 29 nights, but this year I said, no, inshallah, we'll finish 27 nights. You know, we start thinking, planning, inshallah, Allah, make easy. So the point I'm making here is this. We would not encourage that unless it's a unique situation, you and your wife and children or somebody. Then it's a different situation, but we would not encourage that. Oh, it's a lady that she is reading alone. You understood? So now that she is reading, now she has to put her husband to sleep, uh, put her children to sleep, all that. So she wants to read Salat with khushu and khudu, with devotion, concentration, allazhinahum fi khushu'un. And now she has to wake up suhoor time, three o'clock. So she wakes up two o'clock and then she reads the tarawih. So there's no problem then. Then it's fine. There's no problem with that.
0: what is up the next question. I don't want my wife to work. She does not listen to me. I now want to give her talaq. I know I'm cursed for every second that she leaves the house.
1: You cursed from the start. When you went to propose to her, never mind her curse, you also cursed. So you must remember, you tell me, when you went to propose for her, selection of a spouse, when you married her, proposed for her five years ago, nine years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, don't come and tell me that your criteria was deen and piety. It was, that was the last thing on your mind. Your criteria was only one, Jamal. I said, oh, hari I said, the you see. She came direct from jannat, and just look at her features. Just see how white she is and faint complexion and so forth. So that was yours. So your criteria was Jamal. Her criteria was Mal, you see. Then she got married. She got disappointed. She said that this guy don't have so much, so better I go and work. And now you used her, you deflowered her and everything. And now after five years, ten years married, you say, no, she don't want to listen. So you were married to her all this time. Why you didn't make Zahin Sazi? Why you didn't start Talim in your house? Why you didn't do all that? You should be one to influence her. She on her own should say, me, I'm leaving all this. A woman's place is at home in Islam. So to give talak all that, not from brother. Don't become holier and thou and all that. Now, the biggest problem is you yourself. You made the wrong choice when you went to propose because you only looked at the Jamal. You deflowered her, you used her, and now we understand you want to become like a pious guy and say, no, I'll divorce her. That's wrong. You can't do that. So, you have to go and win her over, start ta'aleem, start making dua. Ramadan Mubarak is coming. Suhoor time, the two of you, the children who are there, too, all of you start making dua. Then, inshallah, things will change. So, just get all this talak and all that out of your head. Hadi Quran Sharif, Surah 2, verse 101. 1, 1. Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 101. The Shaitan is telling you divorce and so forth because you, both of you are wrong. So you are mostly wrong. The blame is yours. So remember that. Hadith Sharif authentic in Abu Dawood. He Habibuna Rahmatullil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said The most hated, detested thing by Almighty Allah which Allah made by is Talaq. So therefore, forget all this. Whenever the thought of talak comes, chapter seven, verse two hundred, wa imma yans aghna kamina shaitan inazgun. The shaitan gives you a vaccine. <laughs> you know how many vaccines you took already in your life. So wa imma yans aghna kamina shaitan inazgun. Fasta ith billah. So say a'udu billahi min shaitan ar-rajim. A'udu billahi shaitan ar-rajim. It's not permissible for you to give up Allah
0: a cancer patient says last year i could not fast it's my second year of having cancer i want to try and fast but my i'm scared to break my fast because i suffer from low pressure please advise
1: so straight and all that and see if you manage alhamdulillah if you don't manage then remember there'll be qada. and if ever your condition is like that allah forbid read the dua I'll min insane ill I told you a hundred times, so many times. This dua that especially during COVID and Corona and so forth. Oh, beloved Allah, I seek your protection from the dreaded diseases and illnesses. Authentic Hadith in Abu Dawood and Sunan Nasai. Read with me. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min. So I seek your protection from seyyi ill the So Q. 2 a. M. So الله, protect me from all the dreaded, horrible, terrible diseases, sicknesses. And remember, read Surah Fatiha, Alhamdulillah, blow on yourself. Say, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiyah. Ya Allah, I ask you for forgiveness. Ya Allah, I ask you for protection, safety, comfort. Afiyah is one word and has an encyclopedic meaning who opened Tirmidhi Sharif, Abbas radiallahu an. the chacha, the kaka, the amp, the paternal uncle of Mustafa sallallahu came to his beloved nephew Mustafa sallam, said, oh, Nabi sallallahu give me advice. Three different occasions, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, sallallahu go ask Allah for afiyah. See, so, the Sahih hadith in Tirmidhi, so authentic hadith, so therefore always beg Allah for that. So try, nothing wrong in trying. If you can't manage, you break it, then qadha whenever you can. If you can't manage qadha, then you must pay fidya. Fidya is Quran Sharif, Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 184. So you must pay 40 ren, four zero Per fast or so one thousand two hundred then. Last year you didn't fast so one thousand two hundred. This year if you're not going to fast, another one thousand two hundred, so two thousand four hundred. If you're not going to fast and that is your condition, you have to give it out to poor, poor Muslims. So that is you give it out to the Majlis, give it out to people yourself who are really poor. And must be Muslim and they must be poor and so forth. So that is compulsory. If you are Marie daim, you are perpetually chronically, terminally ill. So that is the verdict in the light of the Quran Sharif.
0: Muftisab, what's the method to keep ms fast? I once broke my fast, Muftisab, I feel bad. What should I be doing?
1: Now keep Qaza now. So you must remember that. Keep the Qaza, this is the time for Qaza. Siddiqah Sayyda Aisha radiallahu ta'ala and her states wish to keep some all the qadha in the month of Shaban. So remember you got still two weeks to now so keep the qadha. You must five fast, ten fast. So keep the qadha now. You don't have to qadha, all the scholars, Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, Hanafis say you must make intention at night, you make the intention after Maghrib after Isha before you sleep. Or you wake up four time, so you're waking up for sehari, 3 o'clock, 3 past 3, 4 o'clock. So that is already intention. Intention don't mean you have to utter it. Intention means what is in your heart. But you must make intention during the night, not during the day, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Now you say I'm keeping qaza fast, then that is not valid according to any school. So we need to know that basic rule also.
0: The person says I broke a Ramadan fast. So, what's So, the... we
1: don't know what is the this thing. You must remember circumstances, why you broke it, and so forth and so on. So, all that is long details. Just keep your qadah for the time being. Remember that. Just keep your
0: qadah. I feel terrible. I forgot the Quran, Sharif. Please give me hope.
1: So, you must remember Allah gives us hope always. Go see Surah 39, Surah Zumar, verse 53. Almighty Allah Jalla ولا, teaches us, remember, Ya Ibadi Aladdina asrafu, O my servants who went beyond the limits and you committed all the crimes, 90%. La rahmatillah. Never ever become disillusioned in the mercy of Almighty Allah. Jalla so, inna yaghfiru jamia. Allah yaghfiru Allah is there to forgive all the sins. But we must make sincere Tawbah. We must try and address and redress the issue. So that's one side. So the hope is there, inspiration, motivation is there. Go see, go read chapter 39, verse 53. Now you forgot the Quran. Why you forgot it? Because you were busy with the TV. Why you forgot? Because you were busy with TikTok and your phone. Why you were busy? Because you must remember you neglected the Quran deliberately, intentionally. So then, Surah 20, Surah Taha, verses number 124, 125, 126. Go write it down, sister. i read for you the verses. Chapter 20, Surah Taha, verses 124, 125, 126. Wa mana an zikri. Whosoever turns away from my reminder, the Quran. Chapter 15, verse 9. Inna nazzalna zikra. لَهُ Allah calls Qur'an zikr, the reminder. So you turned away, you neglected it, you abandoned it. فَإِنَّا لَهُ We will make the life of that person miserable, horrible, terrible yea in this world. That's a punishment already. Tomorrow on day of justice, مَالِكِ يَوْمِ is day of justice. We will resurrect that person blind. قَالَ لِمَا حَشَرَتَنِي That, Ya Allah, why am I blind? وَقَدْ كُنْتُ I could see in the world? See Allah's answer. قَالَ Allah will reply and say, My verses came to you. You read it. You behatted it. Then Then you forgot it. You abandoned it. You were reckless, negligent, and abandoned, and so forth. وَكَذَٰلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَحْ So today you also will be abandoned. You don't say you'll be forgotten. وَمَا kana رَبُّكَ nasiya. Allah never ever forgets. So how a person neglected Qur'an, abandoned Qur'an, he or she will also be neglected on that day. So what humiliation, what disgrace. Therefore the Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, it's a Ayat is very bad, It's horrible for a person to say I forgot this verse this verse Bal nusi I was made to forget because you neglected the Quran Sharif. So therefore the dua Allahumma Min Huma Nussi tu individually and collectively Allahumma Kirina Min Huma this Quran Sharif, we have the Myasfam one and that. So that I told them also many times, they must change it, they must remember, they must say it right there. Right there. You know, after al Jinnati Wal Nas is written to Ayah Khatmul Quran. So then, Allahumma Minhuma Nasitu must be changed to Nusitu. And plural, Allahumma Zakirna Minhuma Nusina. So that is what we should realize and do. So everything I gave you from Quran Sharif. And from Sunnah, you try again, sister, if you are sincere, Allah, Jalla Allah will make it easy for you. So cry to Allah, Ya Allah, I committed this major, major sin. But you give me tawfiq, Ya Allah, I want to re-memorize it, insha'Allah. Then man jadda, wa jadda you try, Allah's help will come, insha'Allah. So masha'Allah, Allah. a wonderful program, so make dua for us and the Ummah,
0: Jazakumullah (laughs) khairan (laughs) to muftisaf and to all our listeners of Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah.